Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This is CX, our customer experience podcast here at West Monroe Partners. I'm Mike Manfredo. And this is Paul Hagen. Paul, you and I are joined by John Sprunger. John, welcome. Hey, Mike. Hey, Paul. And uh, appreciate you joining us today. Uh, for those of you who uh, have listened to our introduction to chatbot episode, uh, John joined us then and has uh, come back to talk to us a little bit about augmented reality. So another one of those maybe uh, buzzwords that you're hearing out in the industry, some of the new technology that people are getting really excited about. And so we wanted to talk to you a little bit about what augmented reality or AR, what it is, why companies are interested in it, and, and ultimately, what's the point of view on from a customer experience standpoint? How do we think that augmented reality can actually uh, help deliver new experiences to customers? So really excited about today's conversation. So let's, let's get into it. Um, John, what is augmented reality? We hear this as a, as a like I said, that buzzword uh, in some of the new technology. So what is it? What's an example that people might you know, have heard of kind of in their daily lives? Yeah, yeah. Augmented reality uh, is a term for a set of technologies that basically allow you to superimpose a computer-generated image on top of the user's view of the real world. Uh, so it gives you a composite view of the real world and any kind of information or data or objects that you're overlaying on top of that. Could be via a phone device, could be through something like augmented reality glasses or a headset or uh, even a car's windshield or something like that. Some examples that have gotten a lot of press, things like virtual dressing rooms. Uh, you know, you can see how clothing looks on you or a friend before you purchase it in a shopping application. Virtual showrooms uh, for designing, you know, a, a Tesla vehicle before you purchase it. You know, a lot of shopping type examples, but other internal enterprise uh, examples like utility worker using an AR app to be able to see underground uh, utility cables, for example. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've seen the the shopping aspect. I actually, when I was getting a new pair of glasses, maybe a year or so ago, you know, they kind of superimposed uh, frames onto you know being able to use my camera on my laptop to take an image of my face. So that kind of sold me on 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 the rims that I chose. But then also one of the other things that uh, you know got really big really fast was Pokemon Go. So is that would that be considered augmented reality? Yeah, absolutely. It's using the device sensors, GPS, compass, etc. to overlay, you know, a game essentially on top of the real world. Yeah. So Paul, why are companies getting interested in augmented reality? You know, I think, you know, many of these new technologies are, are simply interfaces to data. They're allowing people to interact with data in different ways. Um, in some cases, you know, John talked about the the employee um, experience of a, you know, a utility worker working on transmission lines, you know, and it's, you know, someone who's got his hands dirty or her hands dirty, gloves on. The traditional way of accessing data through a device, you know, like a, a laptop or a mobile device just doesn't work in those kinds of situations. There's a lot of friction to taking those gloves off or if you're working a forklift and your hands are busy, you know, doing to stopping. So, you know, what I see these things as is, um, one, making things easier and frictionless um, access, you know, within certain contexts, not all contexts, but certain contexts. And then I think, secondly, it's about um, more broadly enhancing experiences, using data about objects you know, to help customers 
or employees solve problems that may be easier to visualize in the environment you're within. Again, I think this is all about context and new capabilities to make certain contexts you know, easier or less frictionless. Cool. So, hey, John, why now? Why, why is AR like all of a sudden, or maybe not all of a sudden, but it's certainly becoming much bigger in terms of the way what companies are starting to envision the future? Why is now uh, kind of becoming a, a, a bigger idea versus, let's say, two, three years ago? Because I feel like some of this stuff has come out two, three years ago. Or more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the technology improvements, the tech capability improvements. Uh, in the software and the processing of visual and object recognition, uh, essentially. Um, you're right, this stuff has been around for a few years, but you see over really in the past you know, five, six months at, at best, uh, Google and Apple both came out with their augmented reality uh, kind of platforms for iOS and Android. Uh, so the, they're both feeling that the tech is sort of ready to build these you know, augmented reality experiences that are effective. The tech is good enough now to, you know, have these games and uh, learning experiences, things that can place these 3D objects into your physical environment. Hey, John, I'm curious how much of, of, you know, when I think about autonomous vehicles and, you know, the ability of a machine to understand the physical environment, how much of the technology from there is, is really transforming itself over into, you know, more of the consumer-based place and vice versa? Yeah. It's a lot of the same methods being used, um, you know, the same kind of thing you see in Google Street View, the LiDAR cameras and things like that, doing depth mapping via imagery. It all plays uh, together, essentially, in terms of taking sort of a 2D image and overlaying, you know, that 3D information on it to say, what is the plane of the table or what is the data points that I can attach an object to? within this scene, for example. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, play between the two different areas right now. That technology seems to be going incredibly rapidly. I mean, they're talking about, you know, already already they're piloting autonomous vehicles in streets of certain cities and um, taxis and so forth. So we, as we see more of that pick up, um, we'll probably see more applications of the augmented reality then too. Right. And the object recognition is an important part of that. You know, in both scenarios, you have, you know, a self-driving vehicle may need to identify a, a child running across the street. So, you know, it's the same kind of things in augmented reality, identifying objects and transforming your reality environment. So how are companies getting started? If, if, if they think, to back to some of Paul's points, we want to make a, potentially an experience uh, more frictionless or to add some value to the company, where, where do companies start when they're thinking about how can we use AR to better our organization? Yep. I think companies can start by thinking about what is the current state of the technologies and the hardware and the software and the tools that are out there and look at uh, what are the capabilities of these current systems. But also thinking about, you know, what is your ideal solution for business case that you're trying to solve for here? You know, what can you accomplish and how might users react to and adopt these technologies. That's kind of one of the main things companies should be thinking about is they're, they're getting their feet wet into these experiences. Yeah. Paul, have you seen any specific examples um, or maybe where are some good starting experiences for different industries out there? Have you, have you seen anything that's kind of been consistent or something that you're seeing more of? 
you know, I think this, I think getting started here is like any new technology, you know, to me, it, it always starts with, you know, what are the people, you know, whether it's your consumers or customers um, or your employees, what are the jobs that they're trying to do? Um, and can you get out in the field and observe them um, trying to do that and look for areas where, you know, they're struggling? You know, I, I, I enjoyed years ago, you know, a couple of years ago when, you know, they came out with magic mirrors and, you know, some of this stuff around showroom, putting stuff on and, you know, someone, it took someone getting out into the, into that environment and looking at what people were doing, taking pictures of themselves and, you know, struggling to, you know, take a selfie and get yourself, you know, all in a room and all of those types of things. So, you know, with all new technologies, starting from what is the customer trying to do? Where is their friction? Where are our customers or employees kind of MacGyvering? solutions that, you know, that aren't elegant, that, uh, that perhaps the technology can, can, you know, make easier, um, or enhance to me, it's always that, you know, that's always where the, the place to start is. Excellent. So John, you know, based on the work that you've, you've been doing in related to augmented reality, what are some of the challenges that organizations are facing trying to kind of get into uh, and implementing AR into their, you know, whether it's their products or services or, you know, within their organization. Where are some of the getchas right now, you know, based on what you've seen? Yeah, yeah, a lot of challenges uh, right now, technical and otherwise. The hardware is very expensive and almost hard to come by in some of these cases right now. Uh, the hardware, they can give you the best experiences, the Microsoft HoloLens and things like that. Those are upwards of $3,000. And even the high-end phones right now, you know, the iPhone 10 and uh, Google Pixel, uh, the only ones that really support best the AR experiences right now, those are, you know, over $1,000 phones right now. So it's still sort of a small market that's been even exposed to these technologies, uh, which is another challenge sort of educating your end users. Um People just aren't yet seeing these experiences in their daily lives. Uh, so consumers could be intimidated by these technologies, but I expect we're going to see more usage and acceptance over time. But right now, you know, grandma is not um, using AR day in, day out. <laughs> you know, the, the, there's challenges around the content. We've seen the cost of creating the content for one of these high-end AR applications could be just as expensive as developing the core application. Uh, say building out 3D models of your entire product catalog is a very significant uh, time and, and money investment involved there. There's challenges as far as design, making sure you're not presenting the user with too much information. And there's challenges with just the technology as it is right now. Um, there's a lot of scenarios, again, very similar to the chatbots that People are bringing to us, people are excited about these technologies and they want to implement them. Uh, but we're still seeing, you know, you know, maybe a quarter to a third of the scenarios that people are talking about right now and bringing to us are theoretically not even possible with the, the current state of the technology. A good example is say you want to have two people in the same augmented reality app, you know, seeing the same version of the, uh, the objects that they're manipulating in their screens. There's actually no good way uh, to do that right now, sort of have two people seeing the same thing in one AR environment, for example. Indoor positioning is a big challenge. So, John, where do you see the technology going? Where do you see AR going? Um, you know, you mentioned a lot of some of the challenges in terms of the expense of the technology. Um, how do you kind of see this progressing, uh, you know, over the next couple of years? 
Yep, I think it's going to become more and more commonplace. Uh, we're going to see more companies dipping their toes in the water here and building and investing in these experiences. Uh, as we've seen with the technological advancements, I'm sure that we're going to see more devices, more phones and tablets, et cetera, more you know, consumer as well as enterprise focus, augmented reality glasses and headsets. Uh, other type of wearable devices. So I think this technology is going to proliferate a lot further. Uh, folks are going to get used to kind of seeing these experiences, uh, won't be as intimidating in the future. And that's where I really expect it's going right now. Hey, John, as a, as a customer experience guy, if I, you know, I'm not a technology person, um, you know, where can, where can folks like us can we get our hands on and play with things and experiment? You know, we love to pilot things and, and try things out. Are there, is there an easy way in to this at all? Yeah, we've seen um, some tools launch recently around um, sort of codeless development of AR, VR experiences. Uh, Amazon just just like literally last week, I believe, released a, a new tool called um, Amazon Sumerian. Uh, on their AWS platform that allows uh, folks to build AR and VR uh, experiences. I've heard it's a, a sort of a codeless development environment, but uh, I haven't looked too deeply at it yet. Super. So John mentioned some of the technology changing, getting better, probably less expensive. From a customer experience or even employee experience perspective, where do you see AR going in the short term? And, and then what do you expect the long-term impact to customer experience and, and employee experience to be? Yeah, I, I think this is going to take off like other things, you know, and, and I think there's going to be a lot of experimentation early on and, and mistakes made. But, you know, ultimately we we have, you know, through laptops and, and our mobile phones, an artifact of the past. You know, it was a limitation, you know, there were a lot of limitations around the technology in terms of how people interact with data and information. And, you know, I think what, what's happening is the technologies are getting better and we're at early stages of learning how, how to, you know, change those interfaces and how people, how people interact and, and manipulate data. So, uh, you know, when I, I get very excited about, you know, the kinds of new experiences the ability to make, you know, help, help customers, employees do their jobs better or complete, you know, succeed at what they're trying to do, um, you know, by building, it's really, you know, evolving past, you know, this notion of omni-channel to, to really an omni-sensory type of, of, of design where, you know, you're, you're really using you know, multiple different senses, whether it's visual or audio with the chatbots, um, tactile or haptic with your, your fingers, you know, I, I, I think this is, we're going to see more of it, um, you know, and I would encourage customer experience professionals to, you know, start playing around with these UX folks. You know, I think there's going to be a, a UX of, of artificial intelligence, a UX of these uh, multi-sensory types of environments, you know, and now is the right time to start experimenting and playing with these things and really trying to understand the contexts, the use cases, the job stories, you know, whatever you want to call them, and start overlaying this kind of technology into, you know, whether it's your customer journey maps or these use cases to really see what the applicability is and see whether it helps people do their jobs more easily or if it enhances the experience around those jobs. I, I think the big takeaway is because it is still so new, going back to the idea of design thinking, iterative approach, experimenting, testing, failing faster to get to success faster, 
I think that's the big takeaway from a CX perspective is we just don't necessarily know exactly how this technology and capability could be implemented across all of the business functions and you know for experiences within organizations. But I think being able to continuously experiment, understand more, and then going back to our fundamentals of CX around understanding the customer will allow us to get to ways to, to make those experiences better, more frictionless, et cetera. Bingo. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that today. Uh, John, appreciate you taking us down the, the road of AR and, and getting us introduced to that. It'd be great to, to check in with you uh, later on as you continue to work more with folks out in the industry where, uh, you know, understanding more challenges and, and, and some use cases around how AR continues to evolve. So appreciate you joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mike. And with that, thank you everyone for joining us. And uh, we look forward to the next conversation. Bye now. Take care. <laughs>